grass, ganja, joint, doobie, do, chronic, ace, lobo, loco, love boat, bud, buddha, blunt, pot, pat, pin, chiba, chiba, 420, and hashish, or hash for short. It's all marijuana. This is Marijuana Media. Come in. Brought to you by The Hemp Store at 253K Road or shop online at hempstore.co.nz. Do it, man. Chris Valley, great to see you in one piece. You know what I mean? I'm here. You made it in it. from uh, the the mighty Waitakere Rangers. You made it past the slips, past the down power lines. You made it in. Yeah, well done, mate. Yep. Oh boy, it's rough out there. It's rough everywhere, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And uh, boy, oh boy, but yeah, feeling it for people out and are still trapped in Katakati. Mm. Uh, still trapped. Still trapped. Haven't been got out oh, yet. Oh wow, it's such a narrow, windy and road, the, isn't it? The, the air force flies over my place to drop their supplies off, so I could tell something was going on when yes. there was about twenty flights in a day. So yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Goodness but me. anyway, you made it. Um, what's we happening? Made it. What's um, happening at the hemp store? There's a bit of drug oh, testing happening up there yes, right now. Right now, uh, Drug Foundation are in the shop right now. Uh, it's first Thursday, of course. First day, Thursday of every month uh, is is a big old. Uh, thing going on on K Road and yes. uh, and so we've got the Drug Foundation in store uh, testing stuff nice uh, could be your weed or it could be your other things whatever you've got mm-hmm. and because uh, it's good to know what you're actually taking mm-hmm. and you can make smart decisions yes so uh, it's totally legal and it's confidential and it's free so you don't have to pay for it or anything like that and uh, get on down there it's still 7 o'clock yeah nice one Mm. And in Get fact, we're going to give away. We'll give away a dance safe reagent kit, okay. which Ooh. is the first step. So uh, we provide these to to all three of the licensed uh, testing providers here mm-hmm. in New Zealand, mm-hmm. and they use them as the first step. And then the second step is the spectrometer, the FTIR, uh, okay. that then gives you a more precise reading, right. a proper reading. Yes. Mm. But these reagents are, uh, um, you know, rough and ready. Give you an indication. So if you're at home or, or you can't find your nearest clinic. Mm-hmm. Which you can find at the level organ Z, by the way, everyone. The level organ Z has a listing of the, the next clinic. Mm-hmm. So we do the monthly at the hemp store, but they're, they're pretty much every day now. They're, mm-hmm. they're happening somewhere. Yes. So, uh, yeah, but if you can't get to one, you can get one of these reagents. Okay, BFM listeners, you heard that. There's a prize up for grabs, a reagent test. So if you can't make it to a testing clinic, you can just have a crack at home and test your stuff. Mm, and right. uh, and even on the level as well, they have little videos and things of how to use them correctly. Ah, nice one. And and you know, and a bit of a discussion about their limitations or, okay. or what you can get mm-hmm. from them. Yes. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's important too. But uh, hey, speaking of testing, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, next week, uh, new law comes into effect. This is the Land Transport Drug Driving Amendment Act. Uh, which was passed last March 2022, uh, comes into effect next sa- uh, Saturday, 11th of March. Right. I'm not sure why they picked that day, but there we go. Uh, so it comes into effect uh, then, and what this will let uh, officers do, police officers, and we have talked about this a sort of while back when there were submissions and when it went through and stuff, uh, but they're going to be able to perform ro- random roadside drug tests and uh, for drugs, uh, similar to what they do with alcohol, I guess. And mm-hmm. uh, But those who fail... Uh, so at a minimum, if you fail one of these tests, uh, you get a fine, some demerit points, and barred from driving for 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and personally, I think there's not much to be argued with if it was if the if impairment is the deciding factor. Then, mm, then yes. hey, if you're impaired, a fine, demerit points, and barred for driving for 12 hours, it's probably the least. Yeah, you should get, just you know? accept it. 
The key yeah. is, is this going to actually measure impairment? Mm -hmm. And uh, certainly when it comes to cannabis, I've got some big doubts. But I've also got some big doubts that are actually ready to go and that anything really is going to change uh, on Saturday. Mm -hmm. uh, it might happen at some random other weekend. You find yourself being pulled over or something. But I don't think they're ready to go. You don't think they're ready just out no. of curiosity I mean, to give it a home? How are they doing these tests? Well, so they, they got to do an oral test is the first one, right? right. So uh, that's a swab. We're probably similar, uh, familiar with those with uh, COVID and stuff. Uh, so you have a, an oral swab. So as you know, they're, they're not instant. You've got to sort of wait around and do it and that. So it's not as quick as a breath test. Mm. They've, they've, they've got that kind of thing to, to, to take account of, I guess. If each person takes five or ten minutes at the kind of least uh, to, to do, then it's not necessarily something you can do on the side of the motorway. Uh, but having a, a, a device that actually detects impairment, that's the, that's a difficult thing. and mm. uh, Or they found it difficult. And, and it was supposed to be based on impairment, and instead... Uh, this expert panel that they convened uh, as part of the legislation said that was too difficult, they couldn't find one, and to just go with, basically just go with what they do in Australia, which is a device that detects use mm. rather than impairment. Yes. And it's calibrated at a very, very low level. And uh, what we found in Australia, uh, we're seeing in the media a lot over there, is the police, you know, wasting their time prosecuting innocent people who, who actually weren't impaired and they're being prosecuted. They're prosecuting medical cannabis people, uh, you know, patients with prescriptions. Mm -hmm. uh, and then meanwhile, there's other people that get let go because of the unreliability of these devices. You know, so they're not only calibrated to be very low at, at what they pick up, you know, very tiny trace amounts that aren't actually related to impairment, but just mm -hmm. use in the past few days. Got to make some money, uh, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> get some fines going. So you can just get a, like a, you know, false result or a true result, right? And then there you go, you're done. You're done the, the, the same person could do 10 of them and they would probably have, I don't know, seven or eight of them the same and then the others they might get slightly different or something like that, right? There, right. There's, a, there's a chunk of them that, that you can't rely on. Yeah, mm. and and so as I say, the police are, f are filling up the courts with these kind of unjust prosecutions. Um, so, so so there's all those kind of practical things. They don't have this device uh, uh, identified yet. Uh, Sun Live, my favourite Bay of Plenty website, uh, and shout outs to them. Uh, they're on a par with Horse Talk, among my favourite websites. Uh, mm -hmm. They reported uh, this week that police have actually identified technological constraints with the devices. Okay. Uh, I.e., they don't work. Uh, <laughs> that's the technological constraint. <laughs> um, and yeah, so uh, there's that. And then once they actually do get a device, they've got to train all the officers up and do all that kind of thing. They've also got to run a public education campaign ahead of any kind of enforcement. You can't just spring it on people. You know, you've got to actually get, let people change their behaviour if that's what the aim is. Right. So all those things haven't happened yet. Uh, we also don't think there's actually much uh, enthusiasm for it. Um, this was this was a, bit, a law, don't forget, that was introduced when people thought the cannabis referendum was going to pass. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. the government put it forward as part of that kind of package. Mm. You know, we're going to have legal cannabis, but there's also going to be drug testing on the roads. Yes, of course. Um, Makes sense. And, 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 we, <laughs> and we just got, like, the shittier part of the deal. We just got the shitty part. <laughs> that is exactly right. Oh, no. Again. Oh. Again. Yep. Come on. <sighs> and you know what a lot of this is based on and everyone's probably heard it a lot of news uh, media reports saying uh, you know up to a third of drivers or, or dead drivers have, have drugs in their system and they're often quoting ESR um, well again the ESR when they do this they're just looking for tiny traces any detectable mm, amounts yes, yep. uh, when they look at alcohol they only measure above the legal limit when it's other drugs, they do any detectable Anything. amount. Anything. Uh, yeah. With cannabis, with other drugs, they're gone pretty soon. Day or two or three after mm -hmm. use. Uh, with cannabis, it stays around for a month or two or three. Mm. So uh, this does inflate it in those kind of statistics. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, I just think the police are probably better observing what's actually going on and, and haven't yes. got as, as quite such enthusiasm yes. for... 
but just it's a good it's good to make everyone aware that this is rolling out on the 11th of march and just be aware that this could happen to you Mm. um better to go for the fine so yep then fight it yeah. Potentially, yeah, yeah. We've talked about it again. You can probably find that somewhere in our archives. Uh, but if you don't want to do the oral swab, mm. and you you uh, do the um, the walk the line type oh, thing, yeah, 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 yeah. and then it goes to a blood test, and a blood test is not a fine; it's a criminal record. Yes. So okay. there's this kind of penalty that if you kind of dispute it and you go down the other route, that the yeah, penalty then it can is, be a for life. Harsher. Okay. Yeah. All right, Chris, on that glum note, what else is anything else happening in the news? Okay, well, on a happy note, kind of happy, uh, feral students in Otago, and I'm just going to call them feral because they held a pot party in a public loo. Um, (laughs) And this, of course, made the news, and I thought... What a place to have a party. Uh, but this is O-Week, right? So, um, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And uh, But as reported in the Otago Daily Times uh, this week, um, and, and my headline would have been um, students turn shitbox into hotbox, uh, but they didn't go with that. Uh, but they did report Senior Sergeant Anthony Bond, who said that officers were called to the Exalu outside the New World due to complaints about noise. About 2 a.m. last Friday. A dozen students. That's what I, they found. I know exactly where that Exelu is, and I'm like, you've done who? this. Is this a thing? No, 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 no. I'm just wondering <laughs> who the who the heck has submitted a noise complaint about a public toilet? Come on, well, man. It would just be the sounds of bong water, wouldn't it? I don't know. I don't know if they use the actual toilet. Did they use the actual toilet as a bong? Yeah, Did they know. clean it up first before going I in? I bloody hope so. But it was a dozen <laughs> students crammed in there, smoking weed, listening to music on a portable speaker. So that's probably what they got the complaint. I have no doubt they would have been having a great time. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, it would have uh, been so no good. Doubt. Credit to the police. No arrests were made, but they did okay. refer them uh, to the uh, the proctor okay. of the uni. <laughs> Which oh, yeah. is... Worse? Another bum joke, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so hopefully, yeah, they, they might get into it. You know, Otago Uni have had some pretty strange, uh, strict enforcements <laughs> of, of things above and beyond what police would do. So hopefully, this isn't made matters worse by referring to the proctor. Mm. Uh, what else, Chris? What Bro, else uh, just a quick one of place to be for the week, and this is according to the Herald. When you're uh, considering where to spend all your hard-earned cash, you, you know your minimum wage or your, your civil defence payout, uh, and you're going to go to Thailand, would you go to Phuket or Koh Samui? Uh, well, the Herald says this week, uh, go to Phuket because they have cannabis dispensaries. Oh, and that should be in your deciding factors, of course. Oh. Uh, they're probably coming to Koh Samui too. Okay. There you go. Uh, meanwhile, though, pl- people who aren't going anywhere, just linking this to, uh, you know, trying to string these together, uh, stuff this week um, reported on flood hit factories yeah. in Tairawhiti and Hawke's Bay, uh, all of them, you know, vowing to rebuild, and among them, uh, pioneering medical cannabis firm Rua Biosciences. Oh, man. Oh. They get slammed. Well, they did. Their outdoor uh, one in particular, um, obviously. So interim man- managing director Anna Stove uh, was in stuff saying, uh, the sites themselves weren't damaged, but they had to get, had to get a skeleton crew in to uh, intervene to save the plants mm. that were there for the R&D. And that's the local genetics. Yeah. The, the East Coast cannabis companies growing in conjunction with uh, Rua. A whole lot of local stuff uh, out there. Um, and meanwhile, their indoor crop uh, saved with a generator. Okay. So there you go. You've got to have your growers out there. You've got to have your generator on standby. If that's one thing yes. this has taught us, yes, you need to check your outdoor plants and have your generator on standby. Okay. And Chris Valley, there's one. There's one more story about 
a magic mushroom. A magic mushroom oh. that I have not tried. I, th- yeah, I thought this was really interesting, and there's a link to rural biosciences too, because this uh, uh, trial reported on Radio New Zealand this week uh, is being uh, coordinated by Manu Kadi, who founded uh, Rural Biosciences, or one of the co-founders, and it's also happening uh, down in uh, Tairawhiti at Rangiwaho Marae. Uh, which is south of Gisborne, they're going to grow and use an indigenous fungi that contains psilocybin, which is also in the old magic mushrooms. Mm. And uh, class A drug, but you know, a lot of talk about it being used for therapeutic uh, benefits, for mental health in particular, yeah. uh, breaking addiction. And in this case, they're going to look at whether it might be useful for breaking methamphetamine addiction. Mm-hmm. These are the actual proper blue meanies. Gold caps, well, they bruise blue, still gold caps, but this is a proper blue meanie. Is it? From what I know, is that yeah, what we're yeah, this is about? a proper, this okay. is a proper real deal blue meanie. It's called Wereroa. Yeah, I think yeah. I've That's said that my one. understanding of the yeah. blue uh, of the magic mushrooms that might you might see throughout Aotearoa. Usually found in Wellington, these ones, from what I understand. They don't come this far north, but thank uh, you for the inside knowledge yeah. on that one. <laughs> I feel like I'm booking my flights. Uh, apparently, now. They're, the, they're the strongest. <laughs> they're the strongest of the lot. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And uh, well, they're saying you know there's some history with uh, Māori traditional medicine, mm-hmm. uh, known as Rongaua, uh, and and another one that was also in the news. This was talked about in the Otago Daily Times this week. Uh, was a local liverwort called Radula complanati. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's my Latin. Uh, so this was also Rongaua, and it's been discovered that one of its active uh, compounds, active ingredients, is actually a cannabinoid. Oh. Oh, really? How am I going to pronounce this one? Parrot. Tetanine, parotetanine, there mm-hmm. you go, which is similar to THC with anti inflammatory properties mm. in the liverwort. Nice one. Nice. Now, Chris, okay, just to reiterate, we do have a testing kit up for grabs thanks to the hemp store. Mm. A dance safe reagent test, testing kit so you can test your powdered substances. Uh, it depends which one you want. There, yes. There's uh, eight different tests, I think, eight different reagents, so you can okay. pick one that might be the most applicable oh, to your situation. Oh, fantastic. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Love that. Do you have right. a powerful question for us? Oh, I've got to make one up now. Um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> We've had some texts in already, so, I mean, people oh, are obviously okay. keen for it this well, week. Well, that's good. That's good. But if you have a Should question. Should we do the, uh, what was the name of the liver? No, no, no one will remember that. Um, Easy. Who's, can someone make up a question? Something super easy. I was like, oh, would, that would be such a great question. Uh, how many students were hotbox? Were doing the shitbox hotbox? There we go. That's pretty easy. There we go. It's a fairly classic number. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get to the text machine now, guys. Not 420, guys. All right. Hey, Chris from the Hemp Store. <laughs> right on. Uh, there's drug testing up at the Hemp Store thanks to... Um, Drug Foundation. Drug, drug Foundation until 7pm 7 7 this evening, so head on up, dudes. Um, anything else? Any other news about the hemp store? Just oh, Come on up. Uh, we got lots of good stuff in uh, recently. So, uh, yeah, we're oh. fully stocked back up. Nice. Get in there. All right, mate. All right. Thank Thanks, you. Mate. See ya. Do it, man. That was Marijuana Media. Visit them at 253K Road or shop online at hempstore.co.nz.